This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard, where we're going to be here for the next two hours. We have been here for the last two hours. If you are good at math, you understand that two plus two equals four. We get started at 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, shout outs to everybody out there on a Friday night. You at work, get that money. You leaving work, take that money. You getting ready to spend that money? Go ahead, spend that money. And a big shout out to everybody out there just trying to make life easier and get paid at the same time. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got a lot of people on the phone lines right now. I have no idea what they want to talk about, but I'm going to talk to them. We've had a busy night. We've talked about the playoff scenarios in the AFC. We'll talk about the playoff scenarios in the NFC. Let's think about this. The Lions and the Packers played like crap earlier this year. And they both still have a chance and a shot to go into the playoffs. And so we'll talk about that. Who will secure the final spot in the NFC? It's a complete crap show in the AFC right now with the playoff scenarios. You have the top. And then you have the bottom. I mean, we got the the New York Jets taking on the Dolphins. The Dolphins are still trying to get into the playoffs. And the New York Jets are actually, who are they trotting out? Joe Flacco. They have dusted this man off from cobwebs. He looks like he wants to walk out onto the field with a cigarette in his hand and a glass of wine. And he's going to take on a rookie in Skylar Thompson because Tua is still out his head injury, and then you got Teddy Bridgewater with a busted-up finger, and the Dolphins can go to the playoffs if they beat the New York Jets, and New England beats Buffalo. And I believe that Buffalo, if you understand what's going on in the world, 
I, I think you are not going to find a more motivated team for the rest of the season to go out there and play these games. As a matter of fact, speaking of these New York Jets, which are a complete crap show, both the Jets and Dolphins have lost five straight games. The Jets don't know what they're doing at quarterback. Zach Wilson, they're going to try to test him out again in the offseason. Mike White has five broken ribs. He's a free agent. Joe Flacco needs to, well, he's going to go sit at home with his wife and kids. And it's pretty interesting. Mike LaFleur, who is the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets, uh, he admitted to the media on Thursday. He's like, yeah, well, and Zach Wilson, in second thought, he shouldn't have been starting right out of the gate. Listen to this. In hindsight, it, it probably would have benefited, you know, just to sit back and, and learn a little bit uh, and uh, and watch a veteran and, and do it and just kind of grow, um, you know, in this league, uh, kind of in the back seat watching and, and uh, getting better in practice and getting better in um, uh, through scout team and all that. But again, that wasn't the course that we went. And, uh, you know, from here, we got to pick it up. We got to pick up the scraps and we got to get back to work. Yeah, I feel like every time the second overall pick from two seasons ago takes a breath, he gets benched. Ironically, Mike LaFleur is the offensive coordinator for the New York Jets. Matt LaFleur, we know, is the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. And he has a guy in Jordan Love who's, who's been sitting behind uh, Aaron Rodgers since the minute he got drafted. And they just given Aaron Rodgers $50 million uh, to keep on playing out there. So we're going to get into the Packers They are a team that are still trying to get into the playoffs. But like I said, we got a lot of people who have been on hold, who have been patient here on a Friday night, and let's talk to them. We got Jim calling from Buffalo, New York. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, hey, JR, just wanted to get your opinion. Uh, I realize the NFL, you can't make everybody in every scenario happy, um, but my thought is that the Bills and Bengals, obviously the two teams most affected, they were supposed to play Monday night. If the favorites win, they're on a crash course to play a semifinal game. To me, the piece that the NFL is missing is if they both win, which people are expecting them to, the first one of the playoffs, that is, and they have to play in the semis, wouldn't that be the game that should be in a neutral site, in your opinion? When you say uh, semis, you're referring to the divisional round. Yes, final four when there's four teams left and they're going to, you know. Uh, I don't, I don't know because the, the team that you would be taking on in that that round wouldn't be as strong as when you got to the quote unquote final four, the the championship game. Does that make sense? But 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 I mean, if okay, so if Cincinnati again, we're playing the if game, but if Cincinnati would have beat Buffalo. And if all the favorites keep winning to the to that point, Buffalo would have to go to Cincy in the game as opposed to now if the favorites win, Cincy's got to travel to Buffalo, which is not an easy place to play a playoff game in. Correct. But that's that is that's real difficult for me to sit here and project in real time without me taking out a pencil, uh, a pad, and writing it out and doing it, which would be very boring radio. Yeah, but, but wouldn't you agree that the favorites, one of Buffalo, Cincinnati, or Kansas City is going to the Super Bowl? Absolutely, which is why I believe you want to get to the meat of it. You want to get to the finale. You want to get to the AFC Championship game and say, okay, here are the Bills. Here is uh, Kansas City. This is really what it boils down to. For all the permutations that we have and all the possibilities – 
we can go to the AFC championship game. And if Cincinnati will be out there playing, if we have the Bills or Cincinnati in the AFC championship game, because we have no idea how the final of the season would have run because we missed the game, we'll do it at a neutral site. That's what they boiled it down to. I don't, it's not a perfect thing, but it, it makes sense. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fast forward that issue. Uh, I think it's more important to get at the end because that's the that's for all of the marbles. I agree with that. I just think they're missing out because they're missing the the Buffalo since he's going to play each other in the playoffs, and I think it's going to be a big advantage to play that game in, in Orchard Park as opposed to Cincinnati. Well, I I think the I, I hear you. I think the approach that they're making is. Let's go one round at a time. Let's see what happens with these games over the weekend and uh, go from there. I don't think they want to make any additional adjustments. It's easy to to kind of go through the course of the playoffs and say we'll adjust the second-to-last game of the season as opposed to do it in the middle while you still have four more going on. So I, I hear you. But I, I think your team, the Buffalo Bills, I, I believe that they'll be fine either way. I think they are playing – uh, you want to talk about focus, I, I think their level will be completely different. I appreciate you, Jim. Thank you. No doubt about it. Let's go to Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. I really do. Let's talk to Zaire. Zaire, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's the temperature in Pittsburgh right now? What's the weather like? Man, it's uh, 36 degrees. Oh, that's warm. Is it, it's, it's not, is it snowing? No, nah, it's. I mean, it was a little bit earlier. It was like little flurries, but no, nah, it's chilling right oh, now. Oh, that's that's balmy, man. Thank you for letting me know. I need to go to Pittsburgh. What's on your mind, Zaire? Yeah, I heard probably like two or three monologues back. You were talking about coin flip, uh, Cincinnati, and uh, I just wanted you to like elaborate on that because I kind of didn't understand it. So here's here's the deal, and here's the situation. We know that Baltimore and the Bengals, they're going to take each other on this upcoming Sunday. You understand that, right? Yep. So Baltimore right now has a record of 10-6. and six. The Bengals have a record of 11-4. and four. If the Ravens win on Sunday, the Ravens will have a record of 11-6. and six. The Bengals will fall to 11-5. and five. But here's the deal. Because they did not play the game this past Monday – the Bengals, on a technicality, have already won the AFC North. Does, does that make sense up until now, right? Yeah, I got you. Okay, so having said this, if the Ravens win the game on Sunday, they will have beaten the Bengals twice this season. And so you have a little bit of a conundrum here. My God, the Bengals have technically already won the division, but then the, the Ravens are behind the eight ball it's not fair because we beat them twice. And so why should they? We beat them twice, and then they didn't play. We don't know what would have happened. Why? Why, why, why are they walking away with an advantage? And so the fact is, if they line up to play in the playoffs in that wild card round, instead of just saying, we're just going to get his home game to the Bengals, uh, you know, they're going to flip a coin as to where the game would take place. Now, if Cincinnati wins, Cincinnati would have a record of 12 and 5. The Ravens would be 10 and 7. The series would be even. 
Obviously, Cincy looks even stronger. And at that point, there's less of an argument from Baltimore to say, well, this isn't fair. So at that point, the game would be scheduled regularly in the postseason without having to go to a coin flip. Make sense? Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And so from the Bengals' perspective right now, they're, they're saying, well, the NFL changed the rule, okay? And they did. The NFL owners sat together, had a conference call on Friday, and they changed the rules because the rules were only supposed to take into account the, the winning percentage, what team had the best winning percentage, and that would have just been the Bengals, and we wouldn't have to flip any coins. The NFL instituted that to try, try to even the field here uh, for the Ravens if they should win instead of just handing the world to the Bengals, not knowing what, have taken, what would have taken place this past Monday. So there's that element. The Bengals don't like the coin flip scenario. They don't like the fact that the rule was changed. And then you can throw in another wrinkle that they may not have had to play all of their starters if they knew that they were automatically going to have home field if they were to take on Baltimore. They could have just rested their guys if they knew they were going to play at home. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's that's super true, actually. So that's, that's, that's kind of the reasons why, my man. Makes sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I wanted to ask you one more thing if I could. Okay. Uh, so, well, it's actually like a statement. I do uh-huh. think that the game um, on Monday between TCU and Georgia is going to be a good game. But I think that it's all up to Max Duggan. Mm-hmm. Now, this TCU offense, they have a lot of heart. Um, and the only way that they can really beat Georgia is if Duggan plays the game of his life yeah. and Georgia doesn't play. They don't show up. Now, in terms of Stetson Bennett, um, I think that he's going to go out. This is his last college football game. I think that he's going to go out with a, a win. I do have Georgia winning, but I do think it's going to be a good game. I'm going to say it's not going to be, um, like, too high of a game, uh, but I'll probably put it in the 20s. I'll have Georgia winning by maybe maybe 7 or 10. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. I can't yeah. wait to watch that one. I agree with you. And thank you, Zaire, for calling from, from Pittsburgh. Appreciate you call up any time. Uh, I agree. Max Duggan didn't have – he actually had the worst game of the season since he, he took over uh, at the end of that first game against Michigan. And Michigan has a, a damn good defense. And we all know uh, over the past couple of seasons is Georgia. That's, that's what they produce, uh, guys on the line, linebackers. They send them to the NFL. And so I don't know if TCU is going to have the same type of success – twice you know back to back uh, against Michigan you know they're gonna put up 51 points against Georgia we saw how crazy that game was with Georgia and Ohio State and so the the possibility that lightning strikes twice I would say is low I'm not gonna discount any of these big plays uh, uh, or from TCU whether it's Duggan connecting to Quentin Johnson or a big run Keandre Miller we don't know what his full status is going to be, but DeMarcado came on and ran pretty damn well. And so I'm not even going to sit here and tell you that I sat down and watched every TCU game. Who the hell thought that they would be here? You know, as the season started to go on, you learn more and more about these guys, especially with someone like Max Duggan, who's who's trying to win a Heisman, and we know about Georgia and Stetson Bennett. And so I I agree with with what he just said, as Ayer just said. I'm, I'm taking Georgia. I do not think we're going to get a 50-40 type game. I think it's going to be lower scoring. And I hope it's not a blowout. 
I'd hope to see Georgia win. My apologies to all my friends at TCU. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. A matter of fact, listen to head coach of TCU, Sonny Dykes, talk about the opportunity in front of TCU to pick up their first championship since 1938. Playing against a really good Georgia team on Monday night, um, you know I think that's the the one thing in our profession now that you can do anything. The way it works these days is you want to try to play on Monday night, and we're getting a chance to do that. So excited for our players, and I think it's a great opportunity for TCU and our football program and um, everything associated with it. Yeah, eight five five two one two four CBS. Good luck. That be. One of the biggest upsets ever if TCU beats the Bulldogs. Ever. Daniel is here from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, Daniel, you're live. Yeah, I can't hear. Where are you at, Daniel? I can barely hear you. Hey, hey, JR. What do you do? How Where's are the you? Fo- what do you, How where are you? you call? Hello? Oh, yes, you hear me? Now I, I hear you better. It sounds like the phone is, is in your armpit, but I can barely hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Rick, the only thing I can tell you, I don't care what they say about you. You are so good. You are so I'm telling you, you're so good. I miss you when I didn't listen to you for the past two weeks. Now that you're back, I really miss you. Thank well, you thank for you. doing what you're doing. And thank you are you. very patient. I can listen to the, the last caller about the uh, talking about, you know, all this, uh, what you're talking about. But you are, you are very good. I, well, thank I can, you. I, I, oh, I can, Daniel, you, you driving an Uber? Yes. Well, take care of them customers in the back, Daniel. Tell them to turn on the radio, okay? Tell them to turn it up. Okay. I want you I'm make going, sure I'm, make sure they get I'm, to where they're going. Tell them I said hi. Okay, I'm gonna let them know because I I love your show. And well, I'm turn on, on the t- turn on the score so they could hear me. Okay. Okay, they can. You want to to hear you? Yeah, tell them I said hi on the radio. Hi, passengers. Uh, yeah, I really saying hi to you guys. Hi, y'all have a great holiday. Happy New Year. Okay. <laughs> All right, Daniel, okay, go go drive you. that Uber, nice man. One. Okay. 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 Cheers. Bye bye. Okay. okay. Bye. Drive safe. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Hey, we get everybody, Shep. We get everybody. You, you, you get Daniel driving in the Uber. That's the nicest Uber driver I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I heard. The, I heard a woman in the back. She said, "Turn right here." <laughs> and I'm like, "Daniel, man, I I want you to get a tip. Like, you can call me back or you can try after you get them out the car. I mean, if I was in the back of the Uber, I'd be like, "Who are you on the phone with?" Right. He probably asked them. You think he asked? Yeah, I, I would assume so. Or he, he might have been on hold already, right? Well, I mean, people all the time. Yeah, and that, probably that, that scenario. But people all the time, like when you get in taxis or lifts or Uber, like they're talking to a family member or a friend. It's how they occupy themselves for eight straight, you know, ghost yard right. hours. I got in an Uber one time. I'm not going to say I'm not gonna say where I was. I got in an Uber, and I'm having a nice conversation with, with the lady driving me I'm, I'm going i think i'm leaving from an airport going to a school and uh her phone rings and she's like oh my god this is my daughter's we're having a conversation she's like this is my daughter's school and she asks me she's like can i can i answer it i'm like what i'm like lady pick up that damn school pick it up 
pick it up and she's having a conversation. Her daughter, you know, walked away from the school and and I and I'm like, are you okay? Like, I'll get out and you can go to the she's like, no, this happens, you know, and this and that. They know where she's at and and I said, Oh, I'm so sorry. And so I, I, I get it. People have conversations in the Uber and and who cares? I don't I don't care. As long as we are going wherever we need to go safely, I don't care who you talk to. Yeah, and you're not trying to run up the bill on somebody because you think it's late. You're trying to take it. There are some Uber drivers that will do. Most won't. But there are some Uber drivers, live drivers, that will take the long way home. Why? Because it adds to their, because, like, they can give you, like, a surcharge, a premium charge. It can add to their night. It can add I to their. Thought, I thought Uber is like, hey, you got to get this person to where they're going in the most efficient way. Otherwise, it looks bad for the driver. Correct. But there are, but there's a system in place where. If it's like it, it can it can assume the position of like highly condensed traffic and they can and they or they can add to like an estimated time. In other words, it was supposed to be a certain amount of time that was scheduled. But because of like maintenance and because of road oh, work, it took longer. And JR, they, they can do that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm, most most have a lot of integrity and just like any other field. Some don't. What are these Uber drivers in New York City? Damn right. They are. Oh, I'm not saying all of them. When I'm in New York City, I'm driving my own car. And uh, so New York City, my apologies to, to, to uh, New York City. New York City is the one place I ain't getting an Uber. See, that, that would be the one place most people would take an Uber. Nah, but, you know, when I'm in New York City, I'm, right. you know, I'm in the city and I'm going back to Westchester. I ain't, I ain't sticking around. Re- ain't, West, ain't, what's, in, what's in Westchester? I thought you were a city guy. You love this place. Where I live? I mean. I didn't know it, you lived in Westchester. I thought, you, I thought you're from. Uh, Yonkers, man. Yonkers, New York. I didn't know that. Harlem, every Harlem to White Plains. See man. Harlem, I, I thought I thought I I thought it was Harlem. That's what I thought. I could have a car in Harlem. What's wrong with you? No, but I didn't. But Harlem and Yonkers are two different parts of New York, though. I didn't realize you're from 15, Yonkers. It's fifteen minutes up the West Side Highway. I understand that, but they're both very different concentrations. Yonkers is a lot more me. space. Harlem is Harlem is tight. So is Man- Manhattan's tight. Yeah, but there's a difference between me getting on the West Side <laughs> Highway and One Forty Fifth Street. Right. And going up the the Hudson River and then being in Yonkers, it's that's fair. Same thing to me, man. That's fair. Yeah, stay away from the movers. And, and you got a bike, Chef? You got a bike? Well, I do not, but I have city bike. Oh, that's a bike. That's, yeah, but it's not my personal possession. But I but I bike when I'm in New York City, especially late at night. I know how to steal the city bikes. Do you want me to tell you on air or off? I I don't want you to uh uh you know. I, I, what's the word? Incriminate yourself? I don't want you to do that. But I, I, I have a feeling, as does everybody, that you're just joking. You, ne- you would actually never steal a bike, even though Cassius Clay did and became the world's biggest hero. I didn't say I. I said I know how to do it. I didn't say I. I <laughs> That's fair. There's the, a difference. By the way, someone stole Cassius Clay's uh, bike. I'm just making a joke. No, oh, he's uh, he's the greatest of all time. You know that's how he got. I'm sure you know that. You know that's why he started boxing in the first place, right? Yeah, out in uh, where in Lexington. Yeah, it was Louisville, I believe, right? Louisville, correct. Louisville. Louisville. And, and someone took his bike, I believe he was 12 years old. And, he's, and, he, and he stormed into this boxing ring and he said, whoever, whoever saw someone take my bike, they're going to be, you know, that's going to be the end of him. And then a cop, I believe, saw him and said, if you want to channel this rage and this anger, you come in the ring, son, and you take it out with these gloves. And the rest is history. It is. So you think if this man never had his bike <laughs> taken, we, the history of the, wor- of the world, would have been altered. It is, you know, it, it is amazing, Jr. Because, you know, it, we're talking about a petty crime, and it's a crime nonetheless. Right. But had a cop not had empathy, 
and wanted to channel this rage into something positive, understanding why the young man would be so livid and upset and horrified. We're talking about one of the five most notable prominent people to earth. walk the face of the earth. Earth. And he is and he is unanimously considered to be now granted we have two, he's got five losses in his career, but he's unanimously considered to be the greatest to ever lace them up in a boxing ring. And I don't think it, oh. I don't think anyone else is close. Muhammad Even, Ali yeah. has has shaped and influenced entertainment. Not just boxing, not just sports. He has he has shaped entertainment. I mean, all these these fools and clowns that we sit down and watch now, and and it doesn't matter if you're trying to sell a fight, it doesn't matter. And and, and Muhammad Ali learned from folk. Everybody learns from somebody. Gorgeous George and all of this, but uh, what we have in entertainment, he he set the blueprint for a lot of folks. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, this idiot. What's the guy's name? Paul Logan George. Paul. What's the, the brothers? Logan. I uh, Logan. Oh, they're very athletic, right? But, he he has set the bar for for entertainment, and so God bless his soul and his family, Muhammad Ali. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls. We're going to talk about the Packers, the Lions, the Seahawks, the Rams. What do all four of these teams have to do with each other? We'll talk about it on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're always on point, man. Uh, I could be having a rough day after on your show, and it just brightens the whole day up, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, I saw this. I actually heard part of this earlier today. The Lakers are looking to bring in. DeMarcus Cousins for a workout? Has he been working out? Like how how big is that guy right now? And can he move? And by the way, the Lakers are currently beating Atlanta one fifteen to one hundred because uh, the uh, Hawks don't know what defense is. Trey Young has thirty, and uh, LeBron James. What else is new? Uh, about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. LeBron has twenty five points, ten assists seven rebounds as he pretty much plays for nothing. I guess we're just waiting on Kareem. LeBron James, I think, heading into tonight, 484 points away. 484 points. And uh, uh, continuing at this rate, it looks like he will break the record next month, maybe right before or around the All-Star break. So uh, if you happen to be in New Orleans, might be too soon. Uh, but if you're a fan of the Warriors or the Blazers, he might break the game there. All things considered, if LeBron stays healthy. Uh, let's see what he can do. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Lou is here from Rochester. Go ahead, Lou. Hey, JR. Um, yeah, um, Chef's story was interesting there with Ali. I didn't realize that's what happened. That uh, he got refocused, um, positive um, 
direction there, and he, he clearly did become the greatest fighter for sure in my eyes. Oh, oh, Muhammad I Ali. Know. I didn't know what you were talking about. Sure. <laughs> What's on your mind, Lou? What's up? Well, you know, I'm I'm glad I'm here to welcome you aboard. You know, the the Bills Mafia train because yesterday you suggested that you might be on it for at least this run, and uh, I'm happy that you're going to be there. And, uh, and I enjoyed your discussion yesterday with uh, Toy Story, and we could call it the JR Sports Story. All right, hopefully you're going to write me a movie, the JR. What did you call it? The JR Sports Story. Yes. The JR now, Sports Story. Yeah, Toy Story, okay. Sports Story, you know, it rhymes. It makes some sense. Uh, I don't think I'd pay to see that, but it's okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. Maybe not. Listen, uh, one of the reasons that you're so superior is the way you treated Tony earlier and you kind of educated him that you were talking figuratively, not literally, and <laughs> you, you take the time to do that. You're uh, just outstanding. Well, right? everybody has their opinions. Uh, someone else might call me a jerk for that, and I'd be okay. Uh, I don't know. Not, 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 not anyone with reasonable intelligence, but listen, uh, he, he didn't understand what was, um, that okay. you were just talking generality and figuratively, but okay. he, we will after your discussion. That was well, pretty cool what you did. Well, thank but you. My, my, main, my main point is, uh, you know, DeMar became America's son, as the Post said, and yesterday there was talk about he's Canada's son, world son. It's so great that he's able to, uh, you know, come back. And uh, it's going to be really emotional on Sunday. I'm going and support the team and oh, support okay. him spiritually. Beautiful. And we know we're going to have tributes, and thank you, Lou, for calling from Rochester. There are going to be tributes all over the NFL uh, before every game. Uh, there will, And I don't even want to call it – I guess tribute is still the word. When you think about tribute, it's, it's tri- typically about someone, uh, you know, who's no longer here. But tributes can also be applied – to individuals who are being recognized it's flat period for whatever reason so there will be recognition or tribute however you want to call it all across the league before every game uh, and we know that there will be patches there will be hats especially uh by by buffalo and yeah I'll, I'll be rooting for the bills i want to see the disney story it's a beautiful one it's the jr sport reef show here on cbs sports radio 855-2124-CBS. when we come back on the other side of the break I do and will talk about the Packers, the Lions, the Rams, the Seahawks, and what this all means for the NFC. Obviously, I'll continue to talk to you. If you can't call, you can hit me up. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at JR Sport Brief. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, first time caller, love your show. You have a very, very good common sense and analytical way to how you put your stuff out there. Appreciate you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Now that we're getting. Well, we are a weekend away from the NFL playoffs starting. We're moving into week 18. 
we got a couple of games tomorrow. We have games on Sunday, and we'll know what things will look like. The final game that we'll have for the regular season will be the Packers and the Lions. That actually got flexed into Sunday night football. And so you have two teams that are 8-8 eight and eight right now. It's real simple for the Packers. If they win, they go to the playoffs. It's, it's, it's that simple. They win and they're in. We started off the year with Aaron Rodgers just being ticked off at his wide receivers. And between Keyshawn Nixon and Christian Watson, who had a big drop in the first game of the season, a gigantic Aaron Rodgers eye roll, they've been able to help turn things around. The Packers were 3-6 and six at one point. And then we all know about the Lions. They look like the same old Lions, one and six. Now they're eight and eight. They can also go into the playoffs, although they need a little bit of help. The Lions will get in if they beat the Packers on Sunday night. And if earlier in the afternoon, the Seahawks lose to the Rams. Yeah, the Rams will take on the Seahawks. These are also, well, at least the Rams, they're the the worst Super Bowl defending champion ever. I'm not exaggerating. Uh, The Seahawks, they're 8-8. Geno Smith has certainly been a surprise. 4,000 yards passing, 29 touchdowns. He's a pro bowler. And in order for the Seahawks to get into the playoffs, they need to win, and they need the Lions to lose and or tie to the Packers. And so uh, the Packers and the Lions is the main event. But we're going to have some clarity about that game when the Rams and the Seahawks go at it. And there's a big storyline here for the Rams and the Seahawks because Bobby Wagner, six-time All-Pro, eight-time Pro Pro Bowler, probably the best defender in Seahawks history, and he's going into the Hall of Fame. He's going back to Seattle for his first game. And he had a damn good game a couple of weeks ago against his former team. And a matter of fact, Bobby Wagner made it very clear he is trying to make life miserable for the Seahawks. He's trying to help knock them out of the playoffs. Listen to what Bobby Wagner said. It's going into a stadium I've been thousands of times, like played hundreds of times. And, um, you know, to be in a position to spoil their playoff hopes is always a good position, something worth playing for. And. You know, it'd be fun to go back there, be be back in front of those fans that spent so much time, um, and it should be a fun game. It, it should be a fun game. That That's the only reason that I'm going to pay attention. I want to know what type of implications the Rams and the Seahawks, what they will do, and how it will affect potentially the Packers and the Lions. I told you the Lions need help from the Seahawks, or excuse me, the Rams. They need the Seahawks to lose for them to get into the playoffs, and we could go or have a scenario on Sunday night where the Packers and Lions is just strictly winner take all. Dan Campbell, I love when this man speaks. He sounds like he's getting ready to run through a wall. He sounds like he has had 20 cups of coffee. And uh, listen to him. He's like, look, we're going to go out there and play, and we ain't got a damn thing to lose. You say what it is. You say the reality of it, and you say what – the reason why you're uh, that's where they want you at and and then you say hey man we got nothing to lose here you know it's 
we go in and uh, we got nothing to lose. We cut it loose and, and let's have the time of our life and uh, let's find a way to win this game. And the bottom line is I can just gauge the room and you can feel it. I mean, we get to be on the big stage, man, and our guys are excited about that. Yeah, big stage. It'd be something. It'd be something if the Lions were able to make it. We have no idea what will take place. The Seahawks are favored over the Rams. What the hell are the Rams playing for? Nothing. And uh, it'd be a hell of a, a surprise if the Seahawks were to lose and if the Lions were to make the playoffs. But the Lions, you, you got to give them a pat on the back for how they've been able to turn their season around, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They still got work to do on the defense. They got weapons. And then you got somebody like Jared Goff. He has certainly uh, helped lead the way. He has playoff experience. He has Super Bowl experience. And he was supposed to just be a placeholder here for the Lions. But he might be around for the long run. This is what he had to say about the potential of making the playoffs. That's big, man. It's, it's really big. And uh, I think we're excited for it. I, I think it's uh, you know, something we've earned. And, you know, we're playing for a playoff spot. And been through a lot this year and uh you know we're, we're ready for uh, a game that'll be fun in front of everybody we'll see what takes place opposing them i already told you about the packers simple for them when and they are in aaron Rodgers looked like he was having one stressful season and now things have turned around for him i think it'll be them in the postseason i think they'll snatch up that final spot in the nfc aaron Rodgers. You think about this team, at one point they were 3-6, and six. another point they were 4-8, and eight. they looked miserable. Now they're hot as hell. This is what Aaron Rodgers had to say about the turnaround. Felt like it just takes one sometimes. Uh, yeah, it was strange, but when we were sitting at 3-6 and six, and we looked at the next three, at the time Tennessee was playing really well. Obviously Cowboys playing well in Philly was number one in the league. And I just felt like if we get one of those, we can win the last five. And nine and eight was going to get in. Um, I don't didn't really go around saying that because you don't really want to say, hey, if we just get one of these next three, you know. <laughs> we can maybe make the playoffs. But in my head, that's what I was thinking. Felt like we were going to beat the Bears. Rams at home, a good matchup for us. Miami was a, was a wild card, I thought. And then the last two at home. That would be winnable, even though Minnesota's obviously had a really good season. Just dome teams in the winter and just the way we've played over the years. In December and January, our record's pretty damn good uh, with me starting. So Now, the things you don't count on, uh, Keyshawn Nixon, you know, didn't uh, know he was talented, but maybe didn't see game breaker. Um, Christian Watson, you know, three and six, he wasn't uh, a big part of the offense. Uh, so that's what you don't account for, and you're happy when it happens. Prepare yourselves, folks. I think we're going to see the Packers in the playoffs again. And I, I said this a few weeks ago. Sign me up for the scenario where we get a win or go home uh, between the Packers and the Lions. And we still might get that. But it just it's, it's leaning in the direction for the Packers. There's, too much has to go on for the Lions. They got to beat the Packers who have now, yeah, they've won four straight games. You just heard Aaron Rodgers lay him out. And then the Lions are also going to need a little bit of help. They're going to need for uh, the Seahawks to to fold and, and, and lose 
to the Rams. I don't I don't know if that's going to happen. I think the Packers are going to end up in that last that last NFC spot and we will see. Obviously, we know this already. Tom Brady is in the playoffs already. And then we'll see Aaron Rodgers again. Uh, is somebody going on a run? Are we seeing another Aaron Rodgers? Well, not Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we we know his playoff uh, appearances have kind of stunk uh, more recently. But for for two teams, two old guys who are getting smacked around uh, earlier on in the season to get into the postseason again, this is why they're two of the greatest of all time. Let's see what they do as they are here. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. We, we've had some wild stories. Uh, let me know who do you think is going to secure the final spot and slot in the NFC? Is it going to be the Packers? Is it the Lions? Is it the Seahawks? I, I'm going to go with the Packers. It's just it's too easy. I mean, even for the Seahawks to get in, they obviously need to win against Los Angeles as they should, but then they'll need the Lions to, to lose and or tie. It's just it's too much. The Packers just have to win. They're the ones as of right now who just flat control their destiny. Let me try to get one call in before we hit the break. Uh, Greg from Michigan, we're short on time. Go ahead. Hey, JR, Mr. Positive. Uh, great show as always. Yeah, uh, Michigan, Detroit wants to rain on Aaron Rodgers' parade. i got to be as delicate and as sensitive as possible because of what happened with the Bengals and Bills. And as tragic as that was, and remember COVID, do you think there might down the road, because a lot of people are banning it about that uh, Bengals got screwed, do you think there might be an asterisk for this season? And I want to be as delicate as possible. And I'm so happy that DeMar is coming along. And you're right about the Bills. It's going to invigorate them like you wouldn't believe. And last but not least, uh, Shep was spot on about Ali and how he got there. And believe it or not, Ollie can sing. He loved my boy Elvis and Sam Cooke. Yes, Ollie can sing. Listen to him. Right, Love you. you. Have a great weekend, you guys. You Go as Lions. well, Greg. Thank you for calling from Michigan. Do I believe this season will have an asterisk? Do I think we'll, we'll look at this season and go, oh, well, you know, Cincinnati didn't play a game and Buffalo didn't play a game, and so this is going to be a record book type year that you kind of put an asterisk nah you know what I'm going to answer that question on the other side of the break about what I think about this season knowing that it hasn't ended traditionally that Buffalo will be missing a game that Cincinnati will be missing a game so I'm going to answer Greg's question I want to answer your questions and hear from you about the NFC what team is best positioned to secure the final spot Is it the Packers? Is it the Seahawks? Is it the Lions? We'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about some more surprises that have taken place this season. How about the Jags? We got one more hour here. CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Read. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.